I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. He jumped on my bed, went through the covers with his paws, tried to get me. But my alarm went, uh, well, ah, shit. Let's start that again. <laughs> he jumped on my bed, went through the covers with his paws, tried to get me. But my alarm went off and then silence. It was a whole new day. I thought, huh, I wasn't scared of him anyway until I noticed those rips on my sheet. And that was proof that there was had been a nightmare on my street. Jesus, I fucked it up. You shouldn't have told me that this was, I was your first new guest <laughs> on your five day a week podcast. I like how so it was, like, I like how it was my fault. <laughs> you put the pressure on him, sir. Yeah, I put him in this position to fail. Sorry about that, Chris. Um, it, Hey, me. that was my fault. Hey, everybody! This is Blackout Test <laughs> Podcast. Your host Rod Ed Karen. And uh, if you guys are wondering who that was, uh, fucking up the lyrics to Nightmare on My Street, uh, that's your homeboy Chris Lambert, comedian Chris Lambert. Uh, you know, longtime guest of the show, friend of the show, man. Yes. Um, host of the Mundane Festival uh, podcast. That's right. Chris got his own podcast, podcast y'all. Mm-hmm. Um. He's up to episode seven. Um, I've listened to some of them. Um, I, I find them interesting. Um, Me too. He, I, 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 I feel like I didn't know. Uh, I feel like I didn't know a lot about Chris um, as far as like why he was a comedian because he seems so well balanced and, and like such a you know nice person. And most comedians I know are kind of like fucked up egomaniacs and shit but um you know you listen to the show long enough you're like oh okay i see i see he had to get some stuff out um but uh yeah chris um first of all man how you doing i'm doing all right uh i was trying to deliver that that rap for you guys and I'm, i screwed it up i i listened to fresh prince a lot as a kid and i really feel like i dropped the ball i yeah. feel like Chris Weber 20 years ago when he called that timeout. I feel like if Will Smith was listening to this show, he just shook his head like twice. Once at the fact that we used that old ass rhyme, and then <laughs> and then two at the fact that you messed it up. Yeah, like it. Like I would never be able to be in any of his movies now. Like I couldn't be the guy that served him uh, a Cornish hen in one of his movies where he was trying to be like Jesus Christ but in the form of a black man. So I feel like I really, uh, I screwed it up. It's all right, the, Chris. Don't, don't worry about it. The podcast it. will be penance to you guys. You got, you got this, man. It's going to be fine. Um, you guys can check out Chris and, uh, his schedule, uh, his upcoming, uh, you know, appearances, um, um, at chrislambert.com. Chris Lambert dot com i remember back in the day you used to have mundane festival dot com dot tumblr dot com i said chris that's too long you gotta get your name you gotta get yeah. that shit yes. own it sir it's time it. to, it's time to, to, to blow up so proud yeah, of you sir and now look at him man opening for chris harwick that's what i'm talking um, about you know uh bill burr i mean dl hewley you know i feel like a lot of the credit has to go to us so that yeah good. you got the blackout who tips bump yeah, that's a real thing. Don't mm-hmm. underestimate our power. I'm assuming I, when when yeah. he releases his first album and his first uh, you know, stand up uh set that we will be thanked in the credits of uh, the CD and all that stuff. So, you know, of course, no problem, Chris. You know, uh, you guys were with me when I was shooting in that metaphorical gym. <laughs> How about that, guys? Yeah, Thank when you. you see when you look down on the gym floor. And you see one set of muddy shoe prints from uh, somebody's kicks. That was us carrying you, Chris. 
was. <laughs> so, um, how do you like the podcast world, man, as compared to just being a guest on shows? Now you have uh, your own show, and I understood you were a little hesitant about starting your own show, but you're seven episodes in now. Like, how does it feel any different? It does. I mean, it feels like I have to actually live my life now. Like, I have to actually do stuff and then to talk about stuff. And uh, it's something that's just, I think it's going to make me a more well-rounded performer and stand-up to just talk for about 45 minutes to an hour. And I've I've suppressed it for a long time, like, because I did radio in college, and I really love doing that. And uh, and now it's just, it's getting back into it, like, working with you guys and working with uh, Three Guys On in Virginia and just being guests on different podcasts. It just made me say, well, I need to do it. So when I got my income tax refund, I got a recorder and I decided that I was going to invest in myself, you know, mm-hmm. instead of getting some new sneakers. I, no, I can't be, I can't lie. I did get some new sneakers. <laughs> of course, Joel, you're still black. Because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> but That's reasonably what we do. priced though. Reasonably, reasonably priced from DSW. Mm-hmm. I had coupons. Uh, I was very frugal about it, and I got myself a recorder, and uh, I just I just started started it, and um, it's been fun so far. It's going to get better. Um, it's going to evolve. I'll have guests on there and and stuff, but it's right now it's just it's just me solo. Just, yeah, solo dolo. Now the thing about solo podcasts, and I, I'll say this, and I always I mean it, and I always will. Um, you have to be a bit crazy to be able to do a solo show. Cause I've tried, uh, like I've listened to so many people's solo shows and stuff like that. And like t- to talk that long in a vacuum, I think drives you kind of crazy. Cause especially as a comedian, you know, comedians kind of get that, that immediate feedback. Like that's one of the things good about stand up is if you're bombing, at least you fucking know right away. If you're doing great, you know, right away, you know what I mean? Um, uh even if you're just doing mediocre and you have to think about it and shit it's still you kind of getting that feedback right away when you're just talking for like say an hour and then you put that out there to the world you can't really know if you killed it or not until like someone said something or you know or what or you get some feedback so like how is that uh process for you like when you put a show out are you like i i crushed it or are you like, uh, that was okay or that was terrible? And does the feedback, uh, from your, from people who listen to it, uh, influence that at all? I think to a certain degree, but I, I know when I do it, I, I'm, I'm just trying to be honest and try to talk about things from my perspective. And, and when people like it, that, that's great. Like some people that I really respect is like, oh man, that was a good podcast. That was funny or that made thanks for, uh, talking about this or that was really cool. So I'm, I'm trying to work from the point of being honesty, being, not being honesty, but being honest <laughs> and, uh, uh, and just have, and trying to have fun. And then if I have fun doing it, then I think a couple other people will have fun doing, listening to it. So if I make myself laugh, then I know like that'll be, that's something there. Mm. And like it's just something like a, <clears throat> I just look at it as a weekly journal, a weekly journal of my life. Okay. What's going on? Yeah. All right. Um. Well. All right. So. All right. The other thing. Listen to your show. You. You watch a lot. You watch a lot of movies, man. 
I do. I like to. I like to watch movies when I can. Yeah, that's totally. Love um. Movies. So, did what did you see this week? Uh, uh, did you see that Place in the Pines? I I did see. I said I saw the Place Beyond the Pines, and then I I had a treat myself Friday, and I went to see uh, Forty Two also. Okay. Yeah, I saw I saw Forty Two uh, yesterday. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. So we did. Had a good yeah. time. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, and, uh, let's, let's get into some, some actual podcasting. Uh, no sponsors today. Um, first time in a long time that we didn't have a sponsor today. But, um, you know, we, we still have, uh, we still have a bunch of, um, you know, good stuff to talk about. So, um, blackoutest.com. That's where you gotta go, guys. That's where you gotta go. Um, go to blackoutest.com, vote in the polls, leave comments. Um, Check out the contact information in the about section. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll be smooth. So we appreciate everybody that does that. Um, everybody that donates, everybody that buys stuff from the store. I just can't, had to, uh, put out a safe hoodie in, in the black. Uh, and, uh, somebody bought one already. So, cool. um, you guys can be safe and, uh, not get shot walking the streets, uh, at night. Wear it on your innocent. chest. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's uh, get into some random thoughts then. Um, s- hey, we were in Firehouse Subs. Do y'all have Firehouse Subs around your way, Chris? No, I know. I know. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's a local. I don't know how big a chain Firehouse is. Like a but, regional um, thing, maybe? I, guess, I don't know, man. Like I, They just popped up like a couple years ago, and they're everywhere. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's kind of weird. You know, with the with the uh, with the way they popped up and all that stuff, so I have no idea how big or small they are. But I went in and I noticed that they have actual real life firemen axes on the wall. Oh, and that seems uh, not safe. Like I don't think I'm going to any more firehouse subs because that seems like a guess the race story just waiting to fucking happen. Like like some. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Like someone just doesn't like the 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 way it is, and um you know it, or something like maybe your pickles didn't come on your sandwich, and um people just people just straight up like flip a fool and start grabbing axes and shit like you know <laughs> and stop pulling stop pulling letters off the wall right I got I told I asked you for some pickles you know what I I, I got I'll be right back I'm gonna ask you again. Every time I think of like sandwiches, I always think of uh the movie Strapped when Fredro Starr was in the deli and he was like I think it was like a Korean dude and he was like, Gotta put some more meat on my sandwich, man <laughs> and the guy was like, That's enough and he was like, I want some more meat on my sandwich and he pulls out the a gun oh. and then somebody makes a noise in the back and he kills like some little foreign kid uh, <laughs> by accident and then they run out of the store. So every time like I think of sandwiches. I think of that movie. Yeah. Well, the Korean stereotype in the hood movie is just goes back ages, and it's always bad. It's never a good look for the Koreans. No, it's it's not. It's it's, it's um, <clears throat> you in the uh, hair shop place where they 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 sell all the black hair products in like a Sam's warehouse, and like they got this floor that's up raised up high, and they look out, and then every time you pick up something, they ask, "Do you want to buy that? Do you need help for everything you pick up?" Yeah, that's never been a korean magical negro in any of these movies that like or korean uh you know uh 
that 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 like picked up a, a black kid from an impoverished background and turned him into a linebacker. Like that's just right. that that story just has not been told yet. And uh, you know, apparently they can only uh, harass us while we're shopping and uh, be mean to us and not give us enough meat on our sandwiches. Yeah, they just want to keep the uh, stereotypes up. Chris, um, what, uh, where did you come up with the name uh, Mundane Festival? And the reason why I'm asking you this, because I went online to look up Mundane, because I was like, I was wondering, like, what was the definition of it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it says lack of interest or excitement, dull, <laughs> or this earthly world rather than the heavenly or spiritual one. And I read that definition. I was like, okay, let me, let me ask him then, because if that's Mundane Festival, sounds like the total opposite. So I was yeah. like, is this podcast a boring festival then? I'm very confused. It is boring. And <laughs> it, I had a I had a stage combat uh, teacher in grad school named Chuck Coyle. And he was really, like, cool and laid back. And he used to say something about, like, the a festival of the mundane. It's like, it's like a play on words where it's just like, I'm talking about, like, I, I talk about regular stuff on my podcast. I'm not trying to be like, oh, well, I'm I'm talking about this these big ideas. But maybe sometimes a big idea will come out. But I, it's just like me talking about the stuff that I like that's of this earth, mm-hmm. like just like video games, movies, music, just talking about stuff. And I just I just like the sound of the title. So I think it's just like as simplistic as that. Mm. I'm not trying to. You know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, you know, it, I just like the sound, the sound of it. Oh, all right, that's cool, man. Um, <laughs> that sound that does sound a little depressing, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because I looked up that word and I was like, I, I, I wondered because you know, life is just shit, and uh, I'm making it exciting by talking about it, but it is ultimately Guys, I'm shit. Change the name. No, I I like the name. I was just wondering. (laughs) Happy, happy time with Chris Lambert. Yeah, happy happy time with me. (laughs) And uh, I'll I'll pretend that everything's going to be all right. I'll pretend pretend to everybody like we're, when I sign off, I'll be like, yeah, we're all going to (laughs) die. Well, when it starts off, it's very happy. It's always good morning, like that song. So. You always start off on a high note, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know why I started it that way, but I think I just kept, I just stuck with it. Like I just, it just happened. It was a spontaneous thing. Like it, so, it's just like, I don't know. Like the, I, I want to give people, not that people are asking for it, mm-hmm. but I want to give them people. I want to give people that listen a uh, different aspect of me. Uh, so if people follow me on Twitter, they'll get an understanding of who I am. And then maybe one day they'll come out and see me do a show. Like I, I'm a lot funnier in real life than I am like talking into a microphone than I am like, well, that's, that's, no, that's, I should be funny talking into <laughs> a microphone. But, but you know what I mean? Like when I'm at home by myself and just talking about stuff. So I like to, I like to, um, I'm really selling this podcast. And this is, Oh my God! This is gonna be. I I, I think I'm gonna have to listen to some Carl Thomas after. I- here's what's funny. Here's here's what's <laughs> funny to me is, and maybe it's just my sense of humor. This is what makes me want to listen to the show. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like this. <laughs> so, I don't, like these are the moments where I'm like, 
where uh you start talking to yourself in your own head because you know it's just you and then like you'll say something and um i'll be thinking like okay that's a pretty good idea but then you like second guess your own idea and then like 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 kind of hit your own self like like for no reason where it's just like well you know that joke would have been funny if uh i would have said that back in the 80s when the show came out but it's 2013 so people probably don't even relate to uh what i just said about blossom so uh, I'm like, I'm like, Chris, man, you're killing yourself, man. You, you, I relate you, to it. I, you, I understand. Right. You're heckling yourself. I just want to write in and be like, no, man, it was okay. You, you can do it, buddy. So, Don't toss yeah, the like at I, yourself. I, yeah. Like I just try to try to have fun with it and not take my, not take myself too seriously. Like, and, and just have fun. It's just to get another aspect of my personality. Cause when I'm on stage, I'm pretty much the same guy. Like, and, and the more that I'm the same guy on stage that I am, how do I say it? On stage, I try, I'm pretty much the same guy that I am on stage mm. that it, like I am off stage, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense uh, to me. Yeah, like some of my favorite comics are pretty much the same guy, uh, as they are. And so I, I just, I, I like that model. And then uh, the more that I'm comfortable with being myself in in a public setting, uh, when people are paying to come see me, like I think the better the experience is going to be. Yeah, it's pretty much the only way you can't be copied, really. Yeah, you know, yeah. because you're no one can copy your own life experiences and your voice, but you have to find your voice, you know, as right. opposed to. Uh, a lot of guys come out and they're just imitating other comedians. It's like, well, there's already a Dave Chappelle, so your yeah. version of Dave Chappelle isn't really going to, um, you Go know, knock, well. knock over everybody's uh, boat because cause he's already doing him the best he can. Um, so we got a new dryer. Yes, right. we did. Yeah. Our other dryer was uh, 12, no, 11, 11 years, years old, old before it broke. Yeah. Um, 11 years old dryer. <laughs> that just made me think of like not going to cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that, that's that, how I felt when it broke. Yeah, I was about to say, you should have felt like that. I'm not gonna cry, I'm not gonna cry that you won't dry my clothes. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna cry. It started making, spend money now. It started oh, making yeah. some rattling sounds and shit like that. And I thought that I went and bought like a $400 dryer, but, um, what we did, we went to Best Buy and, um, they have online, they have like these, open box deals and stuff which are the best um they just tell you what's open box and we had a ge dryer already and stuff so i just went and looked in person and bought a 400 hundred dollar dryer and it was open box we already had a cord at home to hook up to it and everything so that was all fine uh because it was uh no no my dad helped me um his dad is the best yeah, he has, he has a truck. He came through and, uh, we put it on the truck and, uh, hung out for an hour or so together, putting this thing up. And, um, uh, there was a, a few things about this experience. Um, number one, let's talk about my dad. Um, he, uh, did that move where I was like, you can meet us there. We will be there at 515 outside with the dry ready to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, okay, well, just call me, just text me. Um, and I said, okay. I'll text you. So I text him when we get there at like five or f- actually when we get there at like four or something. And, um, we have to go find a guy, of course, to sell us a dryer. Cause Best Buy's, 
the only place you have to chase a motherfucker down to give him your money in a blue shirt yeah please take my money sir please yeah, it's, it's like anybody outside electronics and uh tv section fuck y'all yeah and shout and out i wonder why people go to amazon right yeah. exactly and shout out to the um direct tv guys they have in best buy oh, now they get on my nerves that uh solicit you like street harassers every hot, every time like street harassers do hot women in new york or some shit where they just walk <laughs> up to you like hey man what's going on can i help you with anything and I'm looking at the person because he has, has a kind of blue, blue shirt, shirt on. on. Yeah. So he's, I'm like, yeah, you can help me. Um, I want to buy this dryer right here. It's a, uh, you know, open box item. Uh, I just want to know, like, uh, you know, I guess, uh, how do I, how do I check out? Do I, do I take this cat tag up front and who brings it out to the front and all this stuff? And he's like, okay, yeah, you just want to get a guy in a Best Buy shirt to take care of that for you. And, uh, you know, they'll have a light blue shirt and you can do such. And I'm looking at oh, him. Yeah, I'm looking at him. All of a sudden, I realized he got a dark blue shirt, and <laughs> it says Direct TV on it. And I'm like, "Well, then, what? why did you come over and ask like you act like you can help me?" Ain't that the truth? With this dryer, so you know he starts walking off, and then like he takes three steps and he turns around. And he's like, "But if uh, you'd like to switch your cable company, uh, I can help you." I was like, "Get the fuck! I I got you verse. I love it. Get out of here. Beat it." He's like, "Okay, all right." That's how you feel, and I don't know how much they pay these people, but this is like almost unless we can like get in and get out real quick we hang around too long it's like they will find you yeah it's like they float around the store to find aimlessly looking customers looking for the people in the real blue shirts but they like to substitute because who because who walks in the best buy and is like i came for video games but also i could be solicited into changing my entire cable setup entire cable setup <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a refrigerator or direct TV instead of Time Warner. Uh, either one is uh, fine. I was browsing. Um, so that guy, he comes over. He's no help. And then I had to go track a guy down. And so I'm texting my dad the entire process. Like, hey, just bought it. Going to go out front. And then he's like, all right, I'm on my way. So if we could have coordinated this where he's, in my mind, he's arriving at 515. We're loading it up. We're No, instead, we're spending like 15, 20 minutes out in the hot ass sun, sun waiting. waiting on him oh and uh the the adventure at the best buy oh lord yeah it was hot so roger was like uh it's hot baby go in there and get me some uh, something to drink i said okay so i i, t- I take my little happy ass on in best buy i'm all happy trolling in best buy going well, do, 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 and give me something to drink so it was this white dude in front of me and best buy has like three registers open but it's like the registers where it's like one long line where you have one, two, three registers. Somebody was at the first one. Somebody was at the second one. And somebody was at the third one. This older white dude came up. But he, he didn't come through the line where we were at. He came like uh, where the doors open and stood like right on the corner. So when somebody left, he literally walked up to that one. While me and the other dude was in line. I didn't get mad. But the white dude in front of me. Was, no, behind you, right? Um, huh? The guy behind you in line? No, the guy in front of me. Okay. Right. So so the guy in front of me gets mad that the other guy basically skips the line. Okay. And so Which is his right. I mean that yeah, makes it, sense and nobody really ever calls those kind of assholes out, so good on him. I mean yeah, uh, yeah, I I wasn't mad at him or anything yeah. like that. I just thought the whole situation was funny because what happened was that both two two lines clear, so he walks up, 
then the other dude walks up then then the dude that was in front of me looks at me and i'm like i'm I'm like i'm cool like he can, he can skip the line i ain't got no issues with this old man skipping the line <laughs> you know he looked at me like ain't you gonna say something i was like no i'm in best buy he was getting his larry david on yeah i, I was looking like if i say anything i love to get arrested sir he was like, mad about the principal of that shit yeah, and i think that's what it was like about the principal of it and i'm like i'm not like, about to make a scene at best buy because just to be clear he didn't get inconvenienced at all because he the line opened up for him yes at the exact same time as the guy skipped you Mm -hmm. so he was actually offended on your behalf because this new guy who skipped line actually took your place yes and 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 so he looked at me and i was like i didn't really say that okay i'm cool and the next thing i know they start yelling at each other like two niggas in the hood because all of a sudden I heard, fuck you, nah, fuck you, kiss my ass, kiss my ass. I was like, I was fucking, I was at, I was at a line going, what the hell is going on? Because I didn't hear their initial conversation. White on white violence, man. I clear this white on white violence. And it just got really ugly, and they was just going at each other. Like, and it was funny, doing a whole transaction. Like, what, I think one dude had one of them issues that kind of took a while with, like, customer service, and the other dude was just ringing his stuff up. So he's, like, ringing his stuff up, and they just at each other. So he was cussing the whole time while they ring it up, and the poor black cashier was like, boop, okay, okay sir, boop, boop, boop. Okay. She was looking all confused when she was going through the transaction. And then the dude that was taking care of the other dude, he had to tell them several times, calm down. Like, hey, it's okay, y'all. Calm down. It's okay. The dude was so mad, he fussed all the way out the door. I think Roger yeah. seen him coming he out the door. Out, he walked out. He stomped out. And, and he came and back I'm, in, didn't he? No, he didn't okay. come back in, but he, he stomped out. Or at least somebody stomped out. I don't know if he was involved in this altercation. He's just whatever. Some angry white dude in jean shorts. Yeah, he was involved. Okay. All right. He, he walked out. And keep in mind, I'm outside of Best Buy with the dryer surrounded by best buy employees i don't know what the fuck the policy is yes but these niggas are basically just chilling like there's four best buy dudes and one dryer and the truck isn't coming for 15 <laughs> minutes and i told them it's not coming for 15 minutes they didn't care they wanted to come outside yeah they were just like it's just good to get out in the sun you know and they started like talking a random shit like yeah you know my girl uh she got the accident coming out <laughs> talking about like, grilling and shit i'm like but is this what was happening when I was looking for someone to buy a dryer? <laughs> Were y'all niggas just outside chilling, talking about your girlfriends? Of like, course. It probably was. All right, they probably just out there like, yeah, you know, uh, if you take a uh, 77 and you want to turn on Tavola, then uh, <laughs> that's actually a quicker way to get to work. And, uh, hey, man, I need some assistance. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll be right with you. Uh, so I help him out. Um, anyway, but Tom Vola is, uh, so, <laughs> so we were, um, you know, I'm waiting on this dude and then the, the white dude comes out and he's like, there is an old man in there, and he is acting very belligerent, and someone needs yes, to go in and not. talk to him. And I was like, this isn't a saloon. Ah. Like, what the fuck do you think a Best Buy dude is going to do for $9.45 an hour mm-hmm. uh, to this old man? And it part of me felt like he was part of the problem without knowing it. I was yes, like, he was. I feel like you leaving means the other dude is not belligerent anymore. If you know what I mean? Like, yes. like you, you were part of the belligerent. So if you just get the fuck out, it'll be okay. Um, yes. but he tried to snitch on the dude and, you know, uh, go get, the best buy employees to do something but of course them niggas didn't do shit Mm-mm. they looked at him like mm, yeah they all him bask in the sun they all walked in like world star hip-hop uh people with phone cell phones <laughs> like they just oh, walked man. in to see like is something gonna pop off no all okay. right we're going back outside back dude. outside smoke break um, you know it's funny that you mentioned there was a guy telling you or talking or guys talking about how to get to work 
mm-hmm. quicker. And he's like, what are you getting to work earlier for? Cause to be inadequate. Right. So I can sit around. So I can yeah. ignore employees. I mean, ignore customers. Um, I used it, to work at Best Buy. I didn't, I mean, if you actually help people, that would make the day go by faster. Like you could, you'd, you'd make the day go. I used to work at, uh, in, in like media, like the video, a uh, little bit of video games, music and movies. And yeah, if you engage people, the day went by faster and you wouldn't yeah. have to deal with like. Agree. Awesome. Nothing yeah. passes time like actual work, you know? Um, yeah. And especially if you're a people person, it's, it's, it's really easy, you know, just, it, I, I, most people that walk in Best Buy don't know what the fuck they're talking about, Mm-mm. but I'm a very easy customer because I already know all the shit. I research it. The only thing that, that sucks is that part where they try to upsell you on shit and yeah. you don't no, want them to. And, and no, no matter what it is, you like ring up a Snickers candy bar. Boop, would you like a, a warranty on this Snickers <laughs> candy bar? You know, uh, if, if, if it makes you sick, you can pay $9.99 for a year oh. and we'll replace your Snickers bar. You're looking like, what the fuck? Why would I want to replace a Snickers bar? <laughs> it was like, if you call us, we will, re- and then it's always a lie because it's like, if, uh, you have an issue with your dryer, we will send someone out to repair it right away and, uh, and uh, we'll replace the dryer. It's ridiculous. All you have to do is just tell us, and uh, we'll have it replaced for you immediately. And then I, like, one, a couple of times I bought the warranty on these things, like, just different stuff. And, and something went wrong, and I call them. They're like, okay, now we need you to ship it to us. And uh, after mm-hmm. you do that, we will take a look at it. If we find nothing is wrong, we will ship it back after that process goes five times. We will then give you a voucher for uh, to go buy another one at one of our stores, have it delivered to you, and set it up yourself. And I'm like, this was not what you said when I checked out. Nope. You just told me. I had a plan. I get new shit if I just like if a scratch is on it. Y'all just give me a new fucking yeah, dryer. But that's not that's not how it happened. Works. I think that happened with a radio Roger bought one time. I think yeah. we went back and forth with them like five times. That shit still wouldn't work. I was Circuit like, Circuit City, Circuit City. May I was- they rest in piss. <laughs> rest in piss. I hated and y'all. Burn. And burn. Just just the 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 acidy type piss that people. <laughs> Just full of asparagus and all this shit. Um, so, uh, the thing about the direct TV guy though, I, I believe that Time Warner, Uverse, all these places, I, feel, I believe they're missing out on a big opportunity here. They need to give away shirts when you buy their services. Mm-hmm. That way, I can just put that shirt on oh. when I go to Best Buy. Yes. And I have a U-verse shirt or U-verse hat or some shit. And the guy's like, uh, can I get you? Oh, never mind. Yeah, I just point at my chest and be like, I'm good. Yeah. He's like, oh, is that a U-verse scully? Oh, shit, then. I already know what's up. So, anyway, that's, that's my plan. That's my plan. Um, so yeah, um, check out this email my dad sent me, um, this morning. Uh, like I said, we had this drive for 12 years, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad is like, well, are you sure you don't, don't want to just repair it yourself and all this shit? And I was like, I was like, oh, so I was, I, you know what? Your dad is a fucking handyman. He fed to realize I'm not a handyman. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, no, I'm not taking it apart. Not knowing how to put that shit back together. Shit, me and Roger put a fucking table together. It took us forever. No, I'm not going through that process. Yeah, that's Karen's excuse. Me personally, I could do it. I don't want to. I'm smart enough. I don't fucking want to do it. Like, I don't want to take apart a dryer. No. And like fix it up as a project, you know no. what I mean? That's the difference between me and my dad. Like my dad will just figure that shit out, sell that dryer for like sixty dollars, 
and make some money man like he is he like, about that hustle yeah, yeah like he that's like he is built for that life man yeah that's weekend me, project me personally as soon as the dryer broke i was like oh cool we can get a new dryer after yeah, fucking yeah after you know 12 years after dryer game you know it's like it's like a dude getting divorced and then going to the club you know there's a little bit of excitement you know now is it gonna end up disappointment probably but it's a little <laughs> bit of excitement because you're back in the game it's like what what are they doing now what are they sucking dicks from the back now when did they start this you know <laughs> um so uh you know i we get the new dryer because i'm just like i want a new dryer and it's like it's actually like a caveman being sent for like a hundred years into the future when i got my new dryer hell yeah like did y'all know i don't know if y'all know this about dryers but there's a wrinkle free setting hell yeah and i don't know but you know what that wasn't on our old dryer and you know what i realized how'd you wait how'd you know that karen no, I didn't know it was a wrinkle free. What the hell is wrinkle free? Right, exactly. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, you tried to act like you was better than me just now. No, no, like, no, no, no. Like, hell yeah, I knew that. No, 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 no. I, I, I didn't know that the wrinkle free button, but no. And why would it never not be pressed? Like, the, ain't that the truth? Like, who was the first person who's like, nah, nigga, I like my wrinkles old school. You know what I'm saying? I like to iron my shits. I don't, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> ironing is like how I get my free time. My, my, my day goes nah, by faster. That, my, nah, that's, my that's not like my mama. And you know what? Uh, the age of smartphones and CD players has gotten to the wash and dry game. Mm-hmm. Because I looked at them shit. That shit had a stop pause button. It looked just like my iPhone stop pause button. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit! I don't know nothing else." But I know this is stop pause. Yeah, I you could pause. I could pause my dryer, dryer now. You know, before how I used to pause my dryer, opening the front door. Ain't that the truth? And the shit will stop. Yeah, that's how I used to do it. So uh it is like being uh Marty McFly in Back to the Future too. Because <laughs> who was like, "Ooh, what does this do?" Beep 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 beep. Yeah, and it's so quiet. Um, yeah, yeah. So I get this email from my dad, and this is what it says. Uh, first, he wants to know the model of the dryer, how much a cord costs for it, and all that stuff. I say, all right, cool. And uh, he goes, uh, uh, I, fa- I found a video how to clean out the inside of the dryer on YouTube. I took the front and top off, and I don't think I have ever seen so much dryer lint in my life. <laughs> I vacuumed out the inside, front, and back and cleaned it up. I found several buttons, some chew- <laughs> some chewing gum still in the wrapper. Oh, shit. <laughs> and a few other unidentifiable items inside the dryer, except for the dryer lint. I have no idea how these kind of things can get inside of a dryer. Me either. <laughs> I found a three-pronged dryer cord online for about $15 plus shipping. Also, after cleaning up and inspecting the dryer, I manually turned the tub by hand, and I didn't feel any obstructions or unusual noises. The other things that can go bad in the dryer, motor, electrical parts, etc., all seem to be working fine. I'm going to take a risk and order uh, and install that cable. If the dryer works okay after that, I will try to sell it for $50 or so. If not, I will try to sell it for $30 or so. I have a feeling that the heater coil needs to be cleaned or replaced. I'm going to look up how to do that today. Thanks again for the part of the dryer number. I was able to confirm the one online works on that dryer. Dad. Man. 12 years. That's <laughs> Yeah, you're going to get some buttons, some chewing gum and shit in the dryer after 12 years. Maybe oh, some shit man. I had in the pocket and forgot. I found a Ricky Martin CD. <laughs> right. Rod 
have to talk. Right. It's like I found uh, used condoms, um, a couple drug needles. Um, we need to have a discussion. I don't know how the hell they got <laughs> down here beside the washer hose. A copy of New Jack City, some hammer pants, and uh, it's like a time capsule. But uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. That's his dad is about that life. He like he liked that shit. I'm like, yeah. that's work. No, thank you. Let me just go that's buy another thing. one. Like he he enjoys doing it, so he's gonna get a kick out of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, he was, he, like, the whole time that he was suggesting this stuff to me, that I could do it, I was thinking to myself, like, but I already have a load of wet clothes that need to be dried. <laughs> Ain't that right now. <laughs> like, 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 this uh, second. I don't think you understand. When it's broke, it was, it had to break mid-clothing being wet, because it's the only way that a dry, <laughs> you can find out a dryer is broke. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? The, the only way to find out your dryer is broke is while trying to use it to dry some shit. It's not like I ever do a dry run of the dryer to prep for some shit. Well, I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound right. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, adventures with that dryer. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they took the time to clean it out. Whoever's going to get it, go ahead and clean ass dryer. It feels a lot like when we got the car because we only had old cars and then we got a 2011 car and it's like, you can start these without the key? Like, you know, I that kind of shot. <laughs> yeah, my like, ass still. Yeah. yeah, my ass still get in hunting for keys. Shit, wait a minute, I'm in the other car. Why is the defrost working so fast? I, I was shocked too. I was like, oh shit, the windshield wiper fluid works. Right. You mean oh. this car got wheels on it? Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> Baby, they making them with gas pedals and brakes. <laughs> Can you believe this? Um, but yeah, man, that, that was cool. Um, now we saw the movie 42. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to review it or anything, although I did really enjoy the movie. I thought it was really well done. Yes. Um, I, yeah, oh, okay. Go ahead, Chris. It's fine. I did, too. Like, I, I just, I was, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the racism in it was. Oh, was, some of was, the best racism I have ever seen, seen in a yes. movie. Yes. Oh. Some of the best since, like, uh, Remember the Titans. And people. We'll talk about Django being super rich. Django was just kind of cartoony. Right. It's and like it was a, funny, but right. like there were, there were some, I have to look at Remember the Titans again, but I, I just remember Remember the Titans being really intense for like a Disney movie. And, no, this uh, was but some this one was real just, racism. Yeah, it was, it was great because it was just like something might happen. But yeah. one thing I didn't like about the movie, and I, I talked about it on my podcast, but mm. there was a, Every time that something monumental happened, there was like a trumpet, you know, the, the music. Yeah, they played yeah. like really sweeping music. It was a bit intrusive, I would even yeah. say. Yeah, because it's like you have these talented actors in the movie telling you the story. And why do you have to really pound us over the head to tell us that you're having a moment? Like when he's at the, the gas station and they, they were they were he wanted to go to the in the white bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you can't go in here. He like, oh, well, I guess we'll take our gas money somewhere else. Yeah. All right. You can go. Then dramatic, a dr- <laughs> <laughs> dramatic horn stars playing and shit. Yeah. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. I, but I like that. Like, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it. I wish I had that soundtrack to my life. If I knew what Ain't song that, that was, I would, I, I would play that and I would probably overplay it for bullshit, but. That's that's I think that's that's the temptation when you're a director is not to use it for like uh Jackie, you're gonna be playing first base. Mm-mm, that's the wrong time. <laughs> like like I wonder if that's what it was, but um 
but but yeah the, the music was a little bit forced but i was okay with that because uh, it wasn't like terribly forced Mm-mm. and my expectations of the music were actually really lowered by the trailer yes because i kept waiting oh, cool. i kept waiting for uh jackie to hit a home run and brooklyn we go hard to start uh, me too yeah so uh i was like oh good they didn't do that you know <laughs> like i'm glad you guys didn't try to force any current music into this old ass theme film and fuck it up for me because that would have taken me completely out the yeah, moment that, that shit was a, an annoying like like we need like even in like great gatsby the trip, yes that one it's like jay-z and frank ocean and kanye would not even be invited to any of those parties <laughs> that gatsby was having unless they were cleaning up yes and they tried to they tried to size it too with the new trailer because the car they show in the opening credits uh the opening part of the trailer on the bridge is a car full of black people oh really? Oh, yeah really? i don't know if anybody noticed that the first they first kind of pat they pan past the black car while they're playing the the opening to the frank ocean jay-z uh kanye west no church in the wild and then they uh-huh. zoom in on gabsy and i was like that is a size <laughs> i thought it was the only black people i saw was those, those black chicks twerking in the club that's the only one i remember the next time yeah i keep I, I yeah watch it movie, yeah me too me too but watch it again because i noticed that yesterday and i was like why isn't there an old timey police car behind them uh just <laughs> ready to slowly, beat them? slowly pulling them over to the side with great gatsby just drives the fuck off but um yeah so uh i was like i was actually impressed but um I was thinking about, you know, because the race of the movie was really good. Yes, it was. It was, a, it was a great uh, against the race, like, the whole time. I'm well, like, Alan, shit, you would win. Alan Tudyk, 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 Alan Tudyk deserves an Oscar. Yes, he does. Yeah, if if fucking, if if Leonardo DiCaprio deserved, uh, got, got snubbed at the Oscars, then Alan Tudyk is really going to get snubbed because... He embodied that racism. Yes, like, he did. Like, I wanted to hurt him. And, like, if I see him in real life, it might go down, dude. Like, I <laughs> might fuck him up in real life because to be like, it's fucked up what you said about Jackie, man. Like, I, I can't help it. He, but he did such a good job. Yes, man. He, he did a great and job. And I think he went off book, too, because it was like, mm-hmm. that's not in the strip, Alan. Uh, yeah, why you got to talk about my wife, man? Like, what is this? This uh Alan uh we'd like that you're being method, but did you really have to come to the studio in character? Like Tiger ah! Woods isn't even born yet. <laughs> 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 I don't even know who Martin Luther King is yet. <laughs> yeah, we find out that he's uh one of a method actor and he was on the set like acting the fool. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> um and also, man, um, I've never heard of him, but Chadwick Boseman, the guy who played Jackie, yeah. uh, I thought he did a great job, man. Me too. Like he, he he's yeah, able he's to act. Too. He's a playwright, really. Yeah, yeah. He wrote this play called Deep Azure, which premiered in Chicago at this black theater company, uh, Congo Square Theater Company, and I actually saw the the the, the production. It was really good. It was just like, it was like dialogue was in heightened language like it had like iambic pentameter rhyme and it was set in a black college and and it was just it was good it was just really good well he's able to emote with his with only his eyes really well 
yes like i don't know how he did it but that shit was good like i felt that that silent black rage inside of him yes just (laughs) by his eyes they just cut to his face and his face like the bottom part of his face would be stoic but his eyes like because he couldn't you know he's not supposed to be acting a fool you know else uh fucks it up for all black people but his eyes would be having that that look like oh motherfucker if i could i'd slice your throat yes yeah and that scene the scene where he kind of well i mean no spoil. I mean, hell, you can't really spoil a movie about a historical. Well, uh, no, I, we could spoil it, man, because like, really, you know, I guess I'll just tell everybody he doesn't make it in the MLB, guys. Uh, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> that's one year uh, he he uh, starts shooting white people um, for no reason. No, asking them, to, do you like the way you pitch, boy, and shit like no. that. And um, <laughs> the, the the pivotal scene where they uh, have him, Karen went to the bathroom during this, but where they have him upside down and the guy comes to grab his I dick. I told you that did not happen. That's Sam, the change. Karen, you in the bathroom. You don't remember. Sam Jackson comes in and tells Sam him Sam Jackson gonna, was not in this movie. He tells him they're going to trade him to uh, the back-breaking uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> no. And, uh, that was, I thought that was a little excessive, but, uh, you know, <laughs> sorry to spoil it. That did not happen. Sorry to spoil it, guys. But go ahead. What were you going to say, Chris? I'm sorry. No, I just like how, I, I just like how for that movie to be what it was, because I went into that movie knowing what to expect and then i was pleasantly surprised at a lot of the stuff that went on because when you have good actors in a movie like that like it makes it makes a lot of things go right because sometimes in those in biopics they can make a guy a saint yes and and i didn't read any reviews before i saw it and i read them after i was like no that's totally not the case like they showed jackie being angry they showed him being upset they showed Mm -hmm. him being like wondering if he could actually do this mm-hmm. and it, it it was it was highly nuanced and i think that was the, the chadwick bozeman that was you know all the other actors um the guy the guy that played the sports writer i actually saw him in a in a show in new york he's a talented dude i, I don't yeah. know and he looks like uh my man nichols a comp from twitter you guys go okay yeah 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 <laughs> like the whole <laughs> the whole movie i kept going would it be weird to tweet Nichols that he looks like this dude, or is that like crossing <laughs> some sort of Twitter manhood line that that is too awkward of a conversation to have? Like, I don't want to be like, I was thinking about you for two hours and five minutes today. Like, seems <laughs> <laughs> seem kind of weird. <laughs> right. That's a great time for that music. But yeah, that dude was good, man. Uh, yeah. uh, Andre Holland is really all man. stage actors. Those two guys. Well, you can tell, man, that um, these dudes can really act. And yes, you can. If and it, and the other thing too, like you, I, I really enjoyed that they didn't, like you said, try to make them saints, uh-huh. and they also kept like certain motivations realistic. Because I remember they yeah. asked uh, his wife about something. She was like, "Cause he's gonna get a lot of money." Like. Duh, yeah. motherfucker! Like this shit ain't worth putting up with for free. I know it's so. Like you know, shit like that. Um, and uh, I like that. Uh, Harrison Ford, I think, played the first ever magical white man. This is a role that has never been played or tried in movies before. Nope. Like, uh, we've seen many variations of the magical Negro. Yes. You know, the guy who's just there to help someone else on their path become a better person and. 
all right. this shit and just believe in you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they just go home and, and they just die. They don't want anything in return. <laughs> right. Die <laughs> like a forgotten jazz legend. Right. <laughs> like nothing really helps them out. And then, you know, like they, they have the reveal of that horrible secret of why they helping this white man or some shit. It's like uh, seven years ago, <laughs> I killed a baby and I said, uh, <laughs> if I could get a chance to do it again, I will help it out. And that was your baby white man. I'm gone. I'm gonna die now. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Harrison, uh, Ford, I thought did a, a great job as him, as the, uh, first ever magical white man that just helps people out. But, um, my question is this, uh, Chris, uh, and okay. you, and you, you know, you probably have to consider this kind of stuff, uh, considering that, you know, you probably been on a few dates with white women. Would you bring a white woman to a movie like this? Cause it's a movie about racism and stuff and, you know, black love and black togetherness and shit. And like, like there's no way a white woman could have played the role of, uh, Rachel Robinson. You know what I mean? She was beautiful. The actress was very pretty. And only black love could be understanding of what, what, what that was, what that entailed, by the way. Cause like that was literally a time, like it's not like 2013. Well, it's like, well, you know, racism is kind of, you know, we might have to have some awkward conversations with your white woman, but like, nah, back in that day, day and age, only a black woman could understand what Jackie Robinson was going through that night. Like, so only she could comfort this nigga and let him be free at home because a white person would be asking questions like, well, what does it matter what they call you? As long as you believe in yourself, it's like, oh, what, what the fuck? Um, so, so, uh, I saw we were leaving and I saw, uh, two sisters was in front of us. They was walking out and, uh-huh. uh, they clearly had a good time. Of course. And, uh, a guy they knew was walking in and uh-huh. he was walking into the movies with a white girl. And then they stopped to start talking to him a little bit and they kept walking off or whatever. And I kept thinking like, would this be an awkward situation to bring an interracial date on? Chris, what do you think? Uh, it, it just depends on who you're with. I've made bad decisions taking girls to movies. Like, I took a girl, she, I was dating her and she had just gotten, she gotten divorced about a year before and I took her to see, uh, Revolutionary Road with, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet about the, like a marriage. It's like Mad Men, but like on, on, like LSD, just like really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, I'm taking this girl to a fucking sad movie about a couple breaking up. That's not a great way <laughs> to start a relationship or, or try to start one. Like, I want to uh, know what does dinner sound like if you take a white girl to see Jack 42 and like you're talking about the movie. Like, what would dinner sound like, you know, when it's like, uh, you know, that one scene really got to me where, uh, the guy was just calling him nigger and like really, you know, harassing Jackie at the plate. I mean, I can't believe that kind of stuff. I was just like, really happy. I'd say, you know, you're paying for this, right? You know, you're paying for this <laughs> because of what Jackie went through. You're paying for this. Shit. Yeah. Just make sure this meal is on you. I want two steaks, one to go. Yeah. Um, and, so, then, and then if we went to see Django, like I'd, I'd totally pay for it. <laughs> like the other thing too is like, what could a white person say other than like, um, yeah, uh, uh, that was wrong. <laughs> like, like what is, the, what is there to say in this conversation other than, uh, he, they really should not have called him the N word so many times. It really seems, uh, kind of messed oh, up. Excessive. Um, 
but yeah that was oh yeah and uh yeah the lady that played rachel robinson was so fine she was nicole benner she was in this movie uh called shame that was the first time that i'd seen her in a movie i think she was in another movie called american violet i saw her in that but mm-hmm. she was in this movie called shame uh with uh your boy what's your, your guy that's in the x-men movie was he was he was magneto was he just uh, uh you talking about fastbender yeah, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, that's my man crush. That's my dog. I fucks with Michael yeah. Fassbender. Well, if you had, you, uh, it's a movie about a guy that has sexual, uh, like, he's sexually fucked up, and it, it's basically this dude's exploits throughout New York City. Oh, okay. And he goes out on a date with her character, Nicole, Nicole Benary or Behary, Behary. I think it's a H in there. Okay, and he goes out on a date with her and, uh. Does some, some ghetto gagger shit. He does what? Some ghetto gaggers <laughs> type shit. I hope not. <laughs> no, it's just kind of like, it's just some shit happens. Mm. And she's like one of the characters that, like, where, I'm not really, I don't want to give anything away. She's in the movie, it's good, but it gets weird at the end. Okay. Uh, well, I'll check it out. Like, I'll check it out, yeah, man. I have plenty of free perfect. time now. Um, yeah. alright, so, anyway. I, I love 42 um and we'll have a spoiler review coming out about it soon um l- let's talk about some other stuff because we have to get into some articles and stuff now that the show is shorter um first one is um north carolina my home state mm-hmm. um they're filing a resolution republicans are of course it's always republicans okay uh they want to uh, Republican lawmakers want to file a resolution that would allow North Carolina to declare an official religion, Why? which is in violation of the Establishment Clause of the U.S. Bill of Rights and seeks to nullify any federal ruling against uh, Christian prayer by public body statewide. Hmm. So they want to make Christianity the official religion of North Carolina. How can you do that? And uh, the people that want uh, they want us to be able to pray in the schools. Um, and I just, it's weird to me because what happened to separation of church, church and state? state? That's what I'm about to ask you. Yeah. It really seems like a really basic civil liberty. And like, it's odd how people can't get it through their head. The second that they're in the majority, they're like, fuck separation of church and state. Like our shit needs to run. Everything It's more of us than you. Like it, it, what and a that basic was the purpose of it. Yeah. And what a basic human impulse. Like, Mm-hmm. that to me this sounds like some shit that you would read about in the bible you know like this sounds like something that happens two thousand years ago when people can't understand the difference between having a religion that is the majority of people or making that religion the government you know but yeah. pe- people are still constantly trying to turn their religion into the government and it's fucking weird to me like and i know the majority of christian people that i talk to would not back this kind of shit you know but it's still weird that there are some who are like the extremists yeah like why shouldn't we just turn everything into a law that we believe it's like because everybody doesn't believe that shit like yeah you know what's what's weird to me is like when you first brought it up i was thinking that's going to be tough because i immediately thought like what kind of religion would it be would it be the Duke Blue Devils or the Carolina Tar Heels. Because that's, that's a big skit. Basketball is religion out here. Yes, it is. Yeah. And also, so, like, what, like, speaking of divisions in the teams, is it the Protestant, uh, Christianity? Is it Baptists? Yeah. Um, like, evangelicals? Yeah. Like, 
who gets to decide like y'all not the same i don't even think they could decide nope like it's just is i don't know man I, it's I, weird and i hope nothing like this ever passes and i'm just the audacity of someone to even propose this is just like offensive to me yeah it's not cool because i mean and taking and from speaking as someone who grew up uh who went to catholic school from pretty much preschool to 12th grade and even in undergrad, I still don't think that that's the right thing. Like if you didn't choose to go to, to those type of schools, then you're, you're there for public education and it should be taken out. And, and religion is something that's supposed to help you. It's there for you ideally to be a, the best version of yourself that you can be and not forcing your beliefs on somebody and and because and choking them with it right. so i i just think that that should be it should be separated unless you decide to go to a catholic school or or a, or or what would like a, a it's not a jewish school but if you if you go what do you call that i'm trying to really the jewish school or the catholic I school guess- I mean, like if it's, it's if it's a if it's a, if it's under the Jewish faith or mm. whatever whatever type of school you go to, that's the decision that the parent makes to for their child, and and it shouldn't unless you're in in those type of private institutions, it shouldn't be forced upon you. Uh, in right, and, and I think the Jewish school name is Manischewitz, but um, that's. <laughs> I believe that's what it's called in Yiddish. But um the that's thing the wine. <laughs> What? What are you talking about? No, I'm pretty sure it's uh Oh, you're right. It might be for Cocta. Um all right. So the thing the thing oh, is Lord. what, Karen? You looking a little bit uh for clamped over I there. I don't know what Fakakta means, but I don't think it's what you talking uh, about. it means Jewish school. Look it up. I don't think I saw it, it on Wikipedia. It's true. That's like saying, like, Oh, I mean uh, this, that means a bagel school. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Jewish school that comes with lots. Um, so, uh, the, anyway, man, I just found this kind of patently offensive and I, like, I wish there was like some sort of governing body where they could just like real cr- crazy Christians in. You know what I mean? Like, like, like where the majority of Christians, cause I, I found the majority of Christians to be extremely reasonable, reasonable. Yes. and understand. I wish like they had something where they could just like, put a pause on these motherfuckers like hey dog hey hey we not we not having an official religion we we cool we we got this okay yeah, and what's funny about it is that like in 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 my in my education we had those different like delineations between people who had uh were fundamentalists as far as their interpretation of the bible and those people that had the loose constructional view that, you know, maybe these stories in the Bible were symbols for something else as opposed to saying X, Y, and Z actually happened. And we learned about other religions in school. Yeah. And so I, I graduated high school uh, 1998, and uh, 9-11 happened in 2001. And when that happened, you know, people were like, oh, we got to get the Muslim. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's just a perversion of this right. religion. And... And I knew that in my Catholic education. So that's. And it seems like to me, that seems like common sense that everyone would have. Mm -hmm. And then you just end up with, you know, a couple of Republican lawmakers who think that this is like 
the way to go and going to get them votes and everyone's going to be on their side. And it's, mm-hmm. I really feel like there's something inside of people with religion that wants to be like objectively called right. Mm-hmm. Like they just want someone to tell them like, no, yours is right. Everyone else is wrong. And, um, you know yours is right because it's the government law now so you won the battle of who's right every other religion is wrong and you can sleep at night and uh you know everything you believe is true now um like rationality gets thrown out of the window when yes that's how it feels um speaking of rationality getting thrown out the window uh rick ross apologized Mm-hmm. he lost oh. money uh but this time for real this time because uh the first time he said i wasn't talking about rape uh so y'all can chill out i love the beautiful sexy ladies and uh everybody was like yeah you you didn't say the word rape but that's a rape bro mm-hmm. so um uh according to potholes in my blog.com after giving some rather half-assed apologies explanations on the radio and on his twitter rick ross has finally stepped forward with a proper apology by way of a written statement for those unaware this all started when rocco's new single u-o-e-n-o leaked back in february with rose's guest verse featuring a line about slip slipping a, mi- a girl molly without her knowing and having sex with her later without her knowing ross got hit hard with more when more folks caught on to the lyrics just this past week he was removed from the radio version of the song uh wiz khalifa took his spot and uh reebok ended his endorsement deal so he lost some money so money, now money will make you apologize won't it now i guess he does know because he sent this statement out before i am an artist i am a father a son and a brother to some of the most cherished women in the world so for me to suggest in any way that harm and violation be brought to a woman is one of my biggest mistakes and regrets as an artist one of the most liberating things is being able to point pictures with my paint pictures with my words but with that comes a great responsibility, and most recently, my choice of words was not only offensive, it does not reflect my true heart, and for this, I apologize. To every woman that has felt the sting of abuse, I apologize. I recognize that as an artist, I have a voice, and with that, the power of influence. To the young men who listen to my music, please know that using a substance to rob a woman of her right to make a choice is not only a crime, it's wrong. I do not encourage it. To my fans, I also apologize if I disappointed you. I can only hope that this sparks a healthy dialogue and that I can contribute to it. William Roberts, a.k.a. Ricky Rick Ross. That's why he uses government this time, because it's serious, y'all. Did he write that? You think he wrote that? Or Fuck no. Oh, his publicist wrote that. Whoever no. his people wrote that. But uh, my thing about this is that, A, he lost money. He got taken out the record. Money talks. And this right here is what we should have got the very first time. Then you would not have lost it. People underestimate apologies. People underestimate that shit. Yeah. It's real. And people wonder why everybody anger about about uh, Chris Brown. Because he never motherfucking did this. Not one time. That's the issue. Uh, for the record, by the way, uh, people always bring that up as a negative. Like, do you think they wrote it? These motherfuckers should not be writing this shit. No, we've seen what you can do with your words, Rick Ross. Let <laughs> let, let a, a professional, professional that you pay to take over this. from here. He got this, bro. Uh, you just sign Rick Ross at the bottom of it, read it, and hopefully understand it, and walk away from it, and never have this discussion again because you're not ready. Like, yeah, and, and it's one of those things where he underestimate the power of women and their money and their influence on right. shit. Right, you know, always, women influence shit. Exactly, exactly. Um, 
all right let's talk about uh this asshole let's get into some guess the race guys i hopefully everybody's ready to play guess the race do we number one game that is uh sweeping the nation uh everywhere i know right (laughs) guess the race um uh here's the first episode uh i mean the first uh article um see if everybody's ready to hear this that's low hold on According to Martin County deputies, 44-year-old Randall Johnson of Williamston kept the body of his girlfriend, Carla Baggett, in his bedroom for three days. <gasps> Investigators Why? say 48-year-old Baggett was last seen alive on April 3rd at this mobile home on Ballard Road. Trailed off. On Saturday... What'd you say, uh, Chris? Oh, I, I kind of, the audio trailed off. I oh, can you still, you can't hear it anymore? Hold on. Not really, but I'll say And deputies arrived to find Baggett's decomposing body. Yeah, this is, I don't know why this audio is so well. It's, it's not me, it's the, the TV station, but, um, yeah, uh, he slept with a dead body for three days. It was his girlfriend that oh. he killed. Uh, slept with it in the bed. In the bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 44-year-old Randall Edward Johnson of Williamston, uh in martin county um guess the race uh chat room let's see what you guys say chris already went with white, white. mixtrick monica went with white accidental racist uh one who wouldn't let you in a bathroom in 1947 bama <laughs> one who likes his women aged lit like his cheese oh, white Lord. white out white one who also let his dead dog sleep on the bed Mo- <laughs> Moldy cheese, Jeffrey Dahmer, backwards chalk white, white. I like my pussy like I like my soda, ice cold white. <laughs> cold fish belly in the bed, white. Cheesy necromancer, three names white. Casper, correct answer is white. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's a white man. Uh, let's see what other articles we got. Um, here's one. Uh, it's been sweeping uh, the world star hip hop people. Um, apparently, a woman had some issues on the bus i don't know if you guys have heard about this Mm-mm. but uh sometimes you know how you get into an altercation on the bus it, i'm sure it happens to all of us right um Mm-mm. you get on the bus and uh Mm-mm. yeah you little you have your little baby with you and you have to fight so uh here we go Hartford police have joined thousands of YouTube viewers shocked by a video that shows a woman tossing a toddler to another passenger on a CT transit bus The cell phone video begins with the irate woman screaming at another passenger toward the front of the bus, and the clash continues to escalate. That woman then tosses the toddler into the lap of another passenger and takes off toward the front of the bus, where she can be seen fighting. The general manager for CT Transit says the incident happened on the bus route between Albany Avenue and downtown Hartford, and the bus driver didn't see what happened to the toddler. David Lee also says the driver followed proper protocol and stopped the bus when the fighting started. He says the woman eventually grabbed the little girl back and took off. Anyone with information about that woman or the incident is asked to call Hartford Police. Oh, they're going to catch you, honey, because you're riding the bus. Believe you me, you're going to be riding the bus again. They're going to catch you. Um, so, Chris, what Hartford. race do you think the woman who uh, did a halfback toss with a baby to go fight somebody uh, <laughs> was? She was running the read option with her baby. Yeah. Fucking uh, black. All right, let's check the chat room. One whose tar baby skin would melt in the summer heat. 
Oh. World Star and Bus and Baby Fight Negro Squared. Hood Booger, one who mistook her baby for some earrings she would take off before pulling out some other chicks weave. Oh. The toddler gonna catch ammonia, black. <laughs> one who yells, catch this little nigga, I gotta fuck this bitch up, super black. Wow. One who, one who majors in Kool-Aid engineering, nigga shit, black, nigga oh. black. One who also <laughs> use who uses her child support money to buy cheap weave and orange drink, not juice, nigger bitch. Uh Kool-Aid drinking bad weave wearing hood brat. Uh the correct answer is black. It was a black lady, y'all. And uh it was the thing that was kind of telling about that uh is the actual not the video, but how it was described. Because they say she tossed the baby. And it was more of a handoff. It was a lot more of a handoff of the baby. She the toss, yeah. followed all the way through. I mean, if the baby was suspended in the air, it was less than six inches. Like, uh, it was, you know, and the baby was wrapped up in a really big, like, triple fat goose coat. So Yeah, that baby would have bounced if it hit the ground. Yeah, it was pretty protected. Um, I, I think people might have been, um, you know, overestimating, you know, the baby tossing is a bit extreme. It's a, a bit biased language, in my opinion uh all right let's talk about some rape uh we talk about how women get mistreated disrespected all the time and mm-hmm. you know uh here here's a, a, a article about that where uh apparently a guy um is a rapist raped a woman but uh decided to give her some uh you know that that it wasn't it wasn't his it that he was just doing a good job it was a good samaritan it <gasps> And a rape suspect with a bizarre send-off. Orange County deputies say 27-year-old Uchi Cabane raped a woman and then apologized and then went on to tell her, quote, she should learn from this situation. Nigga, we'll what? Talk more about this now with Amy Pavick. Over the- yeah, you know, he's a rapist that is out here spreading um, lessons to ladies. He's not, you know, this is for their own good, not not because he's a piece of scumbag shit that, uh, you know, rapes women. Orlando Sinon, Amy, so many disturbing details about this. I guess start with with his past. Uh, This is not the first time he's been arrested. That's right. Uh, What we found out was in 2011, he was accused of basically luring a girl who was walking to a bus stop, um, promised her a ride. She got in his car. And once he was there, he basically, um, you know, wanted um, to, to sexually abuse her and, um, you know, threatened to harm her if, um, if he didn't. And they did not pursue charges. We're not really sure why. Is that correct? Um, that's correct. Um, Orlando police did investigate him and charge him in that case. But about six months later, the state attorney's office um, just filed that they weren't going to pursue it. And the case was closed. What are the wow. Most bizarre- oh, oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Bizarre details. I mean, they're all bad stories, but basically he told her it's not safe to walk here and then pursued, uh, basically pulled her at knife point off the road and, and tried to rape her and is now charged with a number of things, including sexual battery. Right. It, um, it is very bizarre. Um, per the arrest report, the woman was walking home from work. It was dark. She was on Silver Star Road. Um, this 27-year-old man approached her and said, hey, you know, you shouldn't be walking here by yourself. They made small chat. Um, the next thing you know, he, uh, she said that he pushed her into the grass nearby, um, held a box cutter to her, um, abused her sexually. Um, and then, oddly, he apologized and said, you know, you shouldn't really, you know, let this be a lesson learned to you. Learn from this what happened. Yeah. So he's like a rape superhero? Is that what he is now? Yeah, he's like a, like a, one of those 
50 TV dads except he's a rapist. Right. Like, yeah, well, you yeah. know, honey. You, you should learn not to have a vagina that I want to take and have sex with. Yeah, he was bitten by a radioactive rapist, and uh, with great power comes great responsibility. I so. guess so. He has to use his rape powers for good. It's like Angel being a vampire, but with a soul. So he's like a rapist with a soul, apparently. Yeah. Well, let this be a lesson to you, lady. And probably just he probably just prematurely ejaculated, and then he tried to act play it off. Like, oh, just let this be a a lesson to you. I'm gonna go home and take a nap now. And then it sounds like basically wrote a note saying, "I'm not this type of person." But uh, in her case, you know, what good does that do her now? Right. Um, you know, police note. ended up, or I, the sheriff's office ended up finding him. He claimed um, that he was a victim of a robbery, um, but what it appears to be is that the rape victim's family went and found him um, and, and attacked him, basically. Uh, very disturbing stuff. Uh-huh. We took that street oh. justice. Um, you know, and the, the thing that's funny is probably like, oh, it wasn't even a rape. I didn't ever use the word rape, okay? You didn't even know, so... Mm. Unless I lose an endorsement from Reebok, uh, y'all need to shut the fuck up. I love the beautiful, sexy women that I uh, teach lessons to by sexually assaulting them. Of course you do. Uh, guess the race, Chris. Like Mexican or something? Mexican, Latin, all right. Let's check Latin, the chat right. room. Reading, writing, and rape, teaching with abuse, eat cheese with each meal white. I could teach you something, Senator Rand Paul. <laughs> teach, Senator Rand Paul at Howard. Rick Ross's African brother who assumed the American women also like their sex and knife point. I oh. want your heart. I want to eat this children, his children. Praise be to Allah, bipolar, bipolar Muslim nigger. Rapey good Samaritan cheddar. Mm-hmm. Stick to Twitter, Shay B, or however you spell that shit. Uh, <laughs> enter to riding Cuban. Family found him and fucked him up, nigger shit. The type of parent that makes their kids smoke a carton of cigarettes if he sees them smoking. KKK oh. white, Euro. Would you like some cheese while I rape you white? Oh yeah. Ah. Was, yeah, it was Mike Tyson that said that. Um, I know. The correct answer is, guys, black. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody was so sure. So sure it was a white man out here raping to teach lessons. Oh um, Mexican because he had like a box. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Mm. I I, I kind of agree at the end. They was like, uh, the victim's family went and whooped his ass. I was like, yeah, that's 100% black. Yeah, that's when I knew, too, especially when he didn't tell the cops. Like, he's just like, I got robbed. And they're like, uh, like yeah, you got you your got ass Yeah, why you got black and blue eyes? Yeah. Like, what kind of robber just whoops your ass and doesn't take any money? <laughs> Ain't that uh, the truth? Just look, guys. I got robbed, okay? Um, a man attacks the police with a samurai sword. Four police officers went to a home at Yungai Creek in mid-north New South Wales to arrest the man who has an outstanding warrant. Police alleged a 51-year-old man ran at the officers with a sword and attempted to unsheathe it. Uh-oh. Police spokeswoman Joan Elliott says two officers and the suspect were injured in the struggle. The man was disarmed. He was arrested and was taken to Maxville Hospital where he was treated for a number of cuts. We've also had a constable who had to be treated for a cut on his left hand and a detective who also injured his right hand and left arm. Uh, the 51-year-old man was released from the hospital. He has been charged with that with that warrant along with using a weapon to avoid apprehension and resisting arrest. So, sore ratchetness. Even the cops aren't safe, guys. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of times you got to watch your back around these people, man. They'll attack anyone. Um... Let me do another couple more guests to race so we'll get out of here. Um, 
this is also uh so erogenous angelina county sheriff's office deputies arrested 41 year old huntington man a 41 year old huntington man saturday for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after he allegedly threatened his wife with a long sword hit her in the head with a meth pipe oh. and punched her in the face and chest wow he, he, he going going full money ain't he james christopher fetzer was arrested in Angelina County Jail on a second-degree felony charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and misdemeanor resisting arrest, search, or transport charge. He posted a collective bail of $11,500 and was released later Saturday. So he had the money. Wow. According to the arrest affidavit, Fesser went uh, went to his home uh, on January 13th after being gone for several days. His wife met him in the yard to ask him not to come inside and start any arguments with her because their seven-year-old daughter of three and, and three of her friends were inside. So little girls in there playing toys or whatever. She said, look, no, please don't start no shit in front of the babies, okay? You ain't been home for days. Fessa left the property and returned a short time later with a long sword. Oh, bye. Because that's sane, right? Very. How many times have you been in an altercation and thought a sword would fix this? <laughs> me personally never only crazy know. people think like that you know elon has that story where he keeps talking about the sword helping him out i'm like that's crazy as fuck uh according to the arrest affidavit <laughs> he allegedly entered the home placed the sword against his wife's throat and applied enough pressures where the woman could not breathe or yell for help damn the only reason that feds stopped was that the little girls in the home started screaming so now they gotta live their lives thinking that this is how relationships work. work. You get a sword to your wife's throat to prove a point. Then throughout the rest of the day and following the night, Fetzer and his wife argued over his infidelity. According to the arrest report, Fetzer started hitting her in the head with a meth pipe because he wanted her to smoke meth and have sex with him. Wow. Now see, this is her fault, Karen, because if you're gonna <laughs> complain about him cheating on you, you need to be prepared to ante <laughs> up, okay? You can't be like, I'm tired of you being unfaithful. He's like, well, why don't we smoke some some meth and have some sex? You're like, no, I don't want to do it. You're like, well, this is why I cheat. Duh. We don't need to be together. My jumps off, my jump offs all smoke meth and have sex with me. Why can't you? I see you on Thursday, bitch. I'm out. You just left. Ah. Uh, in addition, Fester punched his wife in the face and chest five to ten times. Shit. Well, you know, five to ten for flinching, Karen. Um, Fester. Ah. Uh-huh. Fess's wife suffered with uh with two black eyes and bruises on her chest as a result of the beating. Angelina County Sheriff Greg Sanchez said Fesser resisted arrest when the ACSO deputies went to pick him up and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon charge. He said no further details were available what happened, but hey, at least he's out free on bond. You know, he, he got his uh he was able to post his bail and return to his family to abuse again. Guess the race. Everybody in the chat room, Chris is on record as white. Let's see what they think. There can only be one whiter than Mark Zuckerberg, Forbes magazine. Chokes her out and she lets him stay so they can argue about cheating. Ted Bundy white. Toothless Confederate flag wearing, trailer living, beer drinking, miss the privileged boat white. Oh. Whiter than the anime character. One who <laughs> wears the Confederate flag for heritage, not hate. Meth pipe equal white. Ultra combo white. He got out of jail, hella white. Snake eyes on meth. One who took one hit of Walter White's blue meth and was never the same. He sprinkled cheese on her afterwards white. Print a paper white. <laughs> Sprinkle some cheese on her. Uh, the correct answer is white. It was white, man. Uh, we got six minutes left, so let me do this one. Um, 
Kingsport, Tennessee, a Kingsport, Tennessee man has been arrested for allegedly agreeing to sell his six year old daughter for fifteen hundred dollars. That's all she worth, po baby. Mm-hmm. Telling his assumed buyer that he needed the money to bond his girlfriend out of jail. Wow. Sean Wayne Hughes, thirty two was arrested by Kingsport police on Wednesday afternoon. He was located in the parking lot of Eastman Credit Union on Wilcox Drive, reportedly thinking that's where he'd exchange his daughter for cash. I want to know who in the police department's job it is to peruse Craigslist for fuckery. Like, who? who's the guy they hired that just is like, what do you do here? Uh, I just go on Craigslist and look for the fuckery. Yeah. Be sure everything is legit. A lot of people trying to sell their daughters out here and, uh, you know, I gotta look at these weird Facebook posts. I mean, Craigslist. Could you imagine that's a demotion? They're like, you know, fucked up for the last time. Craigslist. No. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I got one here. Uh, it says, uh, willing to sell the pussy for $20. Like, okay, we'll get someone on that. Uh, he was instead met by Kingsport officers who had previously listened to his alleged verbal agreement with a concerned family member. During the phone conversation, Hughes also allegedly agreed to sign over custodial rights to the buyer, a 75-year-old woman who accepted his terms under direction of police. Um, so guess the race of Mr. Sean Wayne Hughes, baby seller. I think black. Black, all right. Is it because Dave Chappelle said, I bought this baby straight cash, man? No, but it's just, it just seems like he, I don't know, like, didn't he have an Xbox he could sell? He just went straight for the baby. Not for, 15, not for $1,500, he didn't. Um, I mean, he could have, you know, added on. I wonder if his girlfriend is the baby's mom. That's what I wonder. Uh, like, you out of jail. That's the good news. Bad news, we ain't got a baby no more. Just, <laughs> she's like, that's still good news. Um, we that, did. <laughs> we got $1,500 and all the crack we can smoke for hours. This is only a black market for white babies. Legal black babies have problems getting adopted. So he thinks it's white. He better be uh, white. One who conducts market research on world star hip hop. Samuel Jackson, Stephen from Django. Sign over the custodial rights, extra cheesy breadsticks. Some coon that believes in Rick uh, Ross. He was buying the new Yeezys with the baby on the low. Niggerty nigger. I did not know I couldn't do that. White name, man, three names again. Whitey's fucking up. I got them kids for the low bootleg on the corner black. We can make another ah. baby black. Aha, it's real. Um, nigga, nigga, nigga. The correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was well, white. Tom Wayne. I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The three uh, names. Three names. Well, um, this has been another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips. Um, I guess was, of course, comedian Chris Lambert. Yes. Go Find him out. on Twitter, chrislambert.com, um, is his website. Check out his podcast, The Mundane Festival. It's on iTunes, on Stitcher. Uh, I listen to it. Um, he's always talking about random crazy movies and, and going up on stage. You know, so if you're thinking about being a comedian and stuff, it's a good, podcast to listen to too just to hear like someone's experiences on stage and all that stuff um and uh don't forget to check us out the blackouttips.com um and uh you know everything's there matter of fact chris's uh website is down there you know mm-hmm. chris uh chris is uh like if you want to go find someone who was on the show, show we have a guest list mm-hmm. uh right there on the side like friends of the, the show, show is what it's called and uh you can find their information on how to get to their sites right from the blackouttips.com yes, so 
um make sure y'all guys go check him out man because he's funny look at his show times and when he's going up and his schedule and uh go out and see him man if you go see him and, and it's because you heard our show uh tell him that we sent you man um and then maybe one day he'll be able to bring up to chris hardwick that you know our podcast is pretty dope and then he'll be like what <laughs> i actually mentioned you guys uh, I don't know if he was in the room, if Harder was in the room, but, uh, Mike Lawrence, you guys know Mike Lawrence. Yeah, right? man. That's my dog. I fucked yeah, with him. He, yeah, he was, uh, he was hosting the shows. Mike Kaplan hosts the first night and, uh, Mike Lawrence hosts the, uh, rest of the show that we were just talking. I was asking him if he knew about it. He said, oh yeah, those guys going Keith and the girl. So, yeah. Wow. That's what's <laughs> up, man. Know, right. And then, and then he described how much he hated us, though he loved, uh, he loves, uh, podcasting. Cause that's what he does. Oh, he did? He said he hated us? No, no, no. He hates everything, uh, that he loves. Like, that's, <laughs> oh, okay. that's Mike, that, that's pretty much Mike to, uh, a fucking, Mike Lawrence's entire, like, stand up is, uh, f- like, I love Star Wars, fuck Star Wars. I love the X-Men, fuck the X-Men. Like, he's, <laughs> he's the, he is the best at that shit. But, um, yeah, that's cool, man. Thank you, Chris, man. You know, Thank um, you. but, uh, yeah, man, check it. Make sure you guys check him out. Like I said, he's a very funny dude. Um, and, uh, I know, do you still have your clips on YouTube and stuff? Yeah, they're still the same. Yeah, go, go clip. check those out, people. And, cause they're funny. And, uh, yes, they are. If you have any trepidation about spending your hard earned money to see Chris, uh, you watch those clips and you're like, okay, I gotta go see this nigga. Yeah, and so. we would have been seeing him if he was closer. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that after we go after you guys in the show. All right, okay. cool, man. Well, um, yeah, blackoutist.com. We'll be back tomorrow at nine p.m. Our guest will be Carla, aka Afro Ten. Um, yes. So, uh, you guys, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys all enjoy that. So, until tomorrow, love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.